Welcome. I'm Richard Prosh, and this is another edition of Six Gun Justice Conversations. These are occasional bonus downloads where my co-host Paul Bishop or I get to hang out around the Six Gun Justice campfire and spend some time talking with friends who work in the Western genre. With me for this edition is actor and producer Dale Midkiff. Dale Midkiff's breakthrough role came when he landed the role of Elvis in the made-for-TV movie Elvis and Me, 1988. He later starred in Pet Cemetery, 1989, with Fred Gwynn, and Love Potion No. 9, 1992, with Sandra Bullock. Midkiff played Buck Wilmington in the CBS series The Magnificent Seven, a reimagining of the 1960 classic. He has portrayed Clark Davis in Love Comes Softly, winning a Cammy Award and the Grace Award for his performance. He's the only actor of the cast to star in all six installments of Janet Oak's Love series, Books Turn Movies. I'm happy our schedule's worked out so that we could visit today. Howdy, Dale. How are you? Good. Say, let's go back a few years. Uh, were Westerns on your radar growing up? Well, my grandfather he watched every episode of Bonanza. So <laughs> some of my favorite Westerns were, um, see, The Wild Bunch, Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid, Unforgiven, Silverado. And she wore yeah. a yellow ribbon. That's another one, too. My grandfather was a big John Wayne fan, too. So I was, you know, around the cowboy stuff growing up a lot. So did you want to be an actor in a cowboy TV show or movie when you were growing Absolutely. up? Absolutely. I couldn't have thinking of anything more fun to do. You know, I was, I was lucky enough to get to do it. So, Are you an outdoors kind of guy? I mean, did you, did you like to be outdoors and I did on wrangle that one, and rope on and ride? Westerns. Yeah, I love to be outdoors in the westerns, you know. See, where did you where did you learn to ride a horse? Because you you know you 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 all look very natural in the Magnificent Seven, and especially you. I just watched an episode last night. You look really great. Did, have you always kind of liked to ride horses, or did, where where did you learn that? Uh, you know, I picked it up along the way, but I really learned from you know our stunt guy Jack Lilly on the first few episodes of the Magnificent Seven, the pilot, and the first few episodes, and. I got lucky with my horse. He was like the coolest horse on the set. He never missed a mark. And uh, his name was Beavis, believe it or not. And, uh, <laughs> and you know, as every episode, we would progress and get better on the horses. I mean, I remember the second season. I came bolting down the street, and I'm like, got a horse I'm holding on to behind me. who has got a guy draped over it. And just stop on a dime, you know. I don't know if I could have done that the first, you know pilot or a couple of episodes so we got better at it did each of you have your own horse then that you we always did. came back to we did <laughs> boy that's and neat they, and the horses were all jealous of each other so <laughs> <laughs> how did that work was there like a local guy a local horse owner that a local farm that had these horses yeah or? it was uh yeah jack Lilly. he's kind of a a famous stunt coordinator he worked with john wayne you know years ago and uh and yeah, he'd bring in all the horses and uh, hook us all up with the right horse for the right, you know, personality. That's got to be pretty grueling. How long did it take to shoot an episode? Uh, it was usually a week, eight days. Wow. Something like that. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, because obviously there are a lot of moving parts, you know, in a Western. So, you know, and you've got location shooting and, you know, a lot of people to get dressed up in Western costumes, you know. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah, it was... Uh, it was grueling, but, you know, we were outside most of the time. It was just so much fun just to be around, you know, the cowboys. We had real cowboys on the set, you know, who are stuntmen and all that. And it was just uh, it was just wonderful to be around that. 
we actually shot the uh, the pilot for the Magnuson Seven in Tombstone, or just outside of Tombstone, Arizona. Where was the set for the the small town that you were in? You you the second episode or third episode? You ended up in the the town with Robert Vaughn, and uh, where was that at? That was just up north of L.A., about thirty minutes. Uh, I forget the okay. name of the little western town, but it wasn't that far. And we also shot okay. at the Disney Studio. Uh, their outdoor studio and, you know, a lot of places like that. So your character, Buck Wilmington, was sort of a ladies' man on the on the show. And I, I kind of thought he was sometimes the soul of the team, that he kind of brought together some levity or common sense sometimes to an otherwise uh, dire scenario. Uh, yeah. yeah. Did I you did, develop I, that? Yeah, I really did. Because, I you know, I actually thought out of all the characters, he was the one that, was kind of just having a lot of fun in the old West, you know, my character, uh, you know, how it worked with Michael B and we ended up, you know, having a really good relationship. So that really worked for our characters too, you know, and yeah, there's uh, a real chemistry. Yeah. And I just tried to bring as much, you know, levity as I could, you know, to the character and to the set. <laughs> and, uh, uh-huh. Yeah. He was, he was a lot of fun to play. You know, he just, yeah, most of the time he had a smile on his face and he was just, you know, friendly to everybody. And uh, so I really enjoyed that character a lot. So I, I mentioned some of your early roles. You landed the uh, the role of Jock Ewing, which is arguably something of a, a Western hero in Dallas, the early years. That had to be a thrill given the given the time when Dallas was pretty hot. That, that must I know. something else. Well, and it was a thrill also because I'd been in L.A. for about a year and hadn't gotten anything. And I was I was getting ready to go back to New York. I really was. And I had this one last audition, and it was for this Dallas the Early Years. I got a call that night saying I got the job. So obviously I stayed in L.A. You know. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. I, I was impressed, too, by the body of work you've done on the Love series of uh, movie adaptations of Janet Oak's books. Um, oh, yeah. You've been involved with those. What makes those special? Well, and there's a spiritualness about them to begin with. Also, they are they're westerns, you know, which is also a special quality. But there was a real spirituality about those uh, those pieces. And uh, you know, there's another job I almost didn't get <laughs> because apparently Hallmark wanted somebody else for the role. I was shocked, but they did. And Michael Landon Jr., who directed, you know, Love Comes Softly. He really went in and fought for me. And I didn't find that out till a couple weeks later, you know. And of course, I, wow. I thanked him, you know, over and over again because I got to play this amazing role with Catherine Heigl. Did you know him? Did you know Landon? I, I did not. I'd never met him before. And I asked him, oh, what was it? Oh. <laughs> I asked him what he had seen of mine, you know, that made him want me for that role so bad. And I said, you know, was it Elvis? Was it this? Was it that? Was it Mag 7? And he said, no, actually, I saw you in a couple scenes in a film playing a father to your son. And it was like um, Air Bud, Soccer Pup, one of those movies. It just goes to show you that, that that old saying, you know, no role is too small is true. Because if I hadn't done those little roles, I wouldn't have gotten to do the Love Comes Softly series. I've heard you in other interviews talk about that you kind of got to be friends with the cast on Pet Cemetery, and then 
you just uh, recently here said that you had gotten to know and got along with the guys at Magnificent Seven. Is that kind of is that kind of standard? I, I you know I I've never acted, so I don't know. Do do the cast sometimes gel and you make friends that are lifelong? Well, I don't know about lifelong because people go on and do other jobs, and you kind of lose touch. But I've been very lucky over the years. You know, I really haven't had a, a like a bad experience. You know, with another cast member or anything like that. So. I guess I've been That's pretty great. blessed. Yeah. I imagine some of the same people you're working with some of the same people on the love movies, even though you're the, you're the one that's been in all of them. Some right. of the people have been back. Right. Right. So, you know, some, so did they get more comfortable as you go along? They did, but I really, I, I the first one is the one I really love because we shot it up in a place called Placerville, which is this old gold mining town. Stayed in a hotel wow. that was from the 1800s, you know. So you've got the real whole feel of the West. When we were up there, we shot yeah. in this beautiful location, and uh, and it was all brand new. So I really enjoyed that the yeah. first one. I think the most. Yeah. You recently got to shoot a western on the uh, the TV show Castle, right? More recently. Oh yeah, I did a little yeah a little guest spot on that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was like a shot in a resort town of some kind. That's what, yeah, I think so, yeah. I mean, it was on the studio a lot, but yeah. Oh, cool. Do you have anything in the works coming up for the West? Do you think about, I mean, do you imagine working in a Western again sometime? Oh, I would love it. I would love it. But I've kind of just been taking it easy for a while, kind of semi-retired, if you will, spending some time on a farm in Pennsylvania. And uh, so I guess that's Western too, but um it is, yeah. you know, it's outside and you have animals and things. There are cows and chickens and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, definitely. Wow, really? Yeah. That's great. It's it's really great to talk to you. Um, oh, yes, sir. Is, is there a place we can find you online uh, before we can before we wrap up here? Do you have a, a website or Facebook page? I don't really. I think there are websites out there, but I don't do much social media. I just never have, but I, there, are, there are definitely websites out there. Well, I really appreciate it. Really enjoyed talking to you. Um, do you have anything else that you might want to add? Oh, I just uh, thank you, Richard. It's my pleasure. And uh, all those people out there who love Westerns, you know, I'm right there with you. I love them. I love them so much. <laughs> so you guys have a great day. All right. Thanks to Dale Midkip for hanging out and chatting today. And thanks to all of you for listening. Paul and I appreciate your support of our Six-Gun Justice podcast and hope you continue to enjoy each and every episode. As always, hearty thank you to our sponsors, Wolfpack Publishing, author Chris Enns, and the Western Writers of America for making this podcast possible. Be sure to check our website, www.sixgunjustice.com, for links to previous podcast episodes, speed listens, and prior conversations, along with reviews, interviews, and articles from the Western genre. Till next time, keep the sun at your back and a good horse at hand. Let's ride.